Welcome to Raspberry Tea Pod Chat. I'm Claire. I'm Claire. And I'm Jo. <laughs> CCJ. Recording. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Raspberry PT Pod Chat. Oh, I can't. Is that physical Do we need to worry about what's in the tea? I nearly did it. <laughs> anyway, hello everybody. Um, today we want to talk about one of my little passions. Um, what's that, Claire? That's email marketing lists. Yay! Just, just the lists or everything to do with email marketing? Well, uh, yes, obviously I, I can help people with everything to do with it from how to set it up and run it and how to write them and everything else but my real passion about this and my real bugbear with a lot of other gurus and coaches out there is that people are told that social media groups are everything and that's where they should be concentrating their time and their effort and of course social media groups have massive benefits for businesses and um, charities and and all sorts of different organizations i'm not knocking them one little bit however if facebook because they're the main one with the groups linkedin have some but they're not used as much if facebook decided to close your group down and you've got 10,000 people in there that are all prospective customers or all prospective donors to your charity or whatever it may be, they close your group down, they're gone. Yeah. You've not got a record of them. Yeah. You're not necessarily connected to all those 10,000 people as friends. It would be very yeah. unusual if you were. And they're gone. So why is an email marketing list that you own because people subscribe to it not being seen as more valuable i don't get it i honestly don't get it i know it's a totally different interaction i get all of that but i don't understand why people aren't collecting emails I don't understand it so is it the time and the effort that it takes think people just don't understand it okay it's probably okay let's let's think about it if you say you were going to buy um let's think a garden office a building to put in your garden and it was going to be an office it was going to be a play room for your kids but you were going to spend i don't know five ten thousand pounds it was going to be a really nice one and so you went onto a website that produce these things and you looked at them and suddenly all these other questions come up like what sort of roof do I want? Um, do I want perspex windows or proper double glaze windows or single glaze windows? Do I want it plastering inside or what do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just using this as an example. Yeah. You need to think about all those things. So you come off that website and you go away and you do some research. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, you won't have bookmarked that website. Yeah. That website has lost you as a customer. It's lost your business. Mm -hmm. They can't contact you. Now, if they had a 
lead magnet, uh, uh, say a, a, a little guide that said everything you need to know about your garden building. Yeah, that talks you through all of those things that you've got questions about. Yeah. And to get that, you have to put your email address in. Yeah. They've got your details. They can keep in touch with you and build a relationship. Yeah. You're more likely to buy from them. Or even if they don't have a lead magnet and after you've been on their website, say for 10 seconds, a pop-up box comes up that says, would you like us to keep you informed of our news and developments and any special offers, etc., etc." You put your details in again. And, and if you are keen on that, you will do that straight away, won't you? Yeah. If that's will, a product absolutely. that you are genuinely interested in. Yeah. You know, I always give the example that when we moved into this brand new house, it didn't have anything as splashbacks in the kitchen. Still doesn't actually. And I personally wanted glass splashbacks. Mm. I saw an ad on Facebook for glass splashbacks. I clicked on that ad. So their ad worked. It took me to their homepage. I knew what I wanted, but Carl wasn't convinced at all. And a pop-up box came that said, would you like to be kept informed of any special offers? Blah, blah, blah. Yes, of course I would. Mm -hmm. I want your product at some point. It's not desperate, but at some point. I got one email after I'd signed up that said, if in future we have any special offers, we will get back in touch with you. That was a year ago. Tumbleweed. Not a dicky bird. I didn't bookmark that site because I was like, they're going to keep in touch with me. Yeah. I don't need to. But what's more, you didn't actually go on there looking for special offers. No. You went on there because you were looking for the product and you would have probably paid full price. Yeah. Bonus, Brucey yeah. bonus, if they've got an offer on. Yeah. But not necessarily looking for an offer, were you? No. No. And it's, I don't under, I, I understand businesses who don't have any to capture forms yeah because they don't understand email marketing mm -hmm. and you know i'm quite happy to help people with that what i don't understand are people who think that social media is what they need and they don't need to bother with that yeah yeah makes so, no sense to me so my business the body shop business side of it is slightly different mm -hmm. um in the sense that I don't have a website as such, but primarily um, before lockdown, before COVID, um, the majority of my sales were face-to-face. -face. I love doing pop-up shops, love going out there, doing charity events, um, events in pubs, anything like that we will get involved with, supporting the community and what have you. So we have a form, um, a questionnaire that we ask people to fill out when they come to the stand and they give us their phone number their email address there are so many body shop consultants and it will happen everywhere in network marketing because there are other network marketing businesses um, it's a similar questionnaire no doubt that they will use um, but they fail to keep in contact with the customers using the email list now first time i email somebody i will always give them the option to unsubscribe it's a manual process that i go through it's it's you know i've got a much smaller um, sort of group of contacts, I suppose, that I do need to start automating more and I do yeah, need to work but on. You know, you know the software that I use? Yes. You can now have it for free. Oh, my goodness. I'll, I'll send you a link later. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> the podcast. Um, the, the, the point of, of this bit, I suppose, is to say that, yes, I do. Even if it's only on a monthly basis, 
I will let people know. They know where I'm at with my house move. They know that we're still carried on operating throughout the whole of lockdown. They know that we are supplying things to the community. They know that we've, um, you know, given X number of hand creams out to the NHS and to, to care staff and what have you. What I don't necessarily do is pull the two together. So I use my Facebook group and I've got 360 odd people in my Facebook group. As you quite rightly said, I'm not personally connected with all of them because it's friends of friends. So I might not be friends with them. Have I got a list? Yes. Do I keep it updated? Not 100% of the time. If that group were to close, I would probably have 100, 150 people maybe that I knew for definite were in it. I'd lose that other 150, 160 odd people. Um, uh, let's just not... say here, those, all your people in that group are active, they all buy from you. Yes. So what you're saying is your customer base will be cut by 50%. Yes, at least 50%. That's massive. It is huge. That is massive. Is huge. Yeah. So I definitely need to work on that. And that's one thing that I'm doing with my business development at the moment. Do I email the people that are in the Facebook group? Some of them. Um, I always put the link to my Facebook group on the email. I always put the link to the current catalogue on my email. And I always give them the option um, to look at joining the team. So there is something in there. There's the call to action that we know that we should have in there as well. Is it as slick as it should be, as it could be? No. So I'm kind of 50% of the way there maybe, but still a lot of work to do on it. I mean, I'm, I'm a fine one to talk. I've took my lead magnet down because I'm producing a new one that's way, way, way superior. So I've actually took mine down completely. So just, you know, I'll just put that out there. Now, if anybody goes to my website, depending on when this goes out, you may or may not find something there. But if it's not there, it's because something it's better on its way. In yeah. the Claire. Hmm. And I'm working on my lead magnet so because it's going to be up there alongside the the route that you're taking with your new one because of the learning that we've been going through but i know some facebook groups when you ask to join them you have to use an email address now they're usually groups that are tied to memberships or things that you pay for so i don't know how people that want to be in the group would feel about giving an email address to join a group but that might be something that you could introduce to yours joe or the people mm. who have got groups is yeah. asking for an email address um but you'd have to be very clear and transparent about that within the group as to why you wanted the email address and what's yeah. well, I mean, because of it not just i mean you can charge now can't you yeah not you just can not charge now for membership to a group. you can charge a monthly subscription mm. uh, what, uh but still facebook have the right to close it down yeah uh, i know on facebook for example you can download your profile data to back it up i'm not yeah. sure whether you can download a group to back it up i, I doubt it because of i don't the, know i don't think so yeah. so you, you you probably need to bring a strategy in or somebody that's running a group where they don't have email addresses to try and get those people that do buy so their customers or people are interested in buying and yeah give them a different offer that's only going to be on email. So there's a reason to, to use that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, personally, I've, I've not got an email list at all. I've got my client list and I just keep in touch with those people on a one-to-one -one basis when I'm working on a project with them 
or if they come back to me after the project and ask for something else for example today i go up to one we need a logo in this size so i resize it for the size they want send it them done but do you but but that means that anybody who hits your website is lost if they don't contact you yes i am so missing so out i know you're in a slightly different position because you are very busy you're a, you're a a one-man band so to speak yes. at this moment in time but if you if you if you were a very established business say you were a, a branding agency with 10 20 staff yep that could take on a very high level of volume mm -hmm. having people bounce off your website without making an inquiry is lost revenue absolutely it's a lost opportunity to develop that relationship it's it's just i you know i am all for facebook groups please don't get me wrong anybody listening to this because i think the interaction you can get and the almost a loyalty and yeah. a community you can breed yeah. in a facebook group is amazing and linkedin groups at this minute just don't so, do it yeah they're just not the same yeah. um the other thing we should point out is there are other platforms now mm. being developed where you can host the equivalent of a Facebook group, which is just that group. An yeah. online community. So, you know, it's, it's, but Facebook, because so many people are on there, it's so easy to have it. I think that's, that's there. coming back to that point, isn't it? That it's the time and effort that it takes. Um, do people know what content to put into their emails if they're sending out an email um but campaign then so many people get the content of their groups horrendously wrong oh yeah that's true <laughs> yeah do you know yeah, what yeah. i mean if, if you you know this joke because you know when you've had an odd week where you've not felt like it yeah. interaction and energy in your group has just disappeared yeah and you've had to build it back up yeah and so many people start a facebook group up without planning content yeah. without having the time to be present in that group at yeah. least once a day. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just scheduling posts, I'm talking about be present in the group, be yeah. commenting, be doing whatever organically. And so to me, yes, I understand the fear about, I don't know how to set up an automated email campaign, I don't know what I'd write about. There are loads of hints and tips and tricks and... Um, if anybody is interested that's listening to this, I'm actually in the middle of producing a free course on it. So um, get in touch and you can have access to that without an issue. You will go on my email list to get access to it, just to clarify. Um, oh, another shameless plug. <laughs> why not? We're allowed. We're you allowed. Know, time and energy we put into these podcasts. Um, <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, Facebook group will work if you get lots of interaction from other people and you know all of us are part of a, a business group which has got what, nearly 6,000 members I think Just and the group name it's in its title yeah that works because the members actually are constantly posting there must be a post what every few minutes yeah in there. Um, and, you know, whether it be, you know, I'm, I'm part of a, a Mercedes car group 
because um, if anything goes wrong with my car, I want some advice or whatever. Um, and that's the same. There are 20, 40 posts a day in there because it's a community. But you've got to build that community from start. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people go wrong, I think. And also, Claire mentioned something earlier about the volume of groups that there are on Facebook oh, at the moment. We're all trying to keep each other connected and we're all, you know, coming up with new ideas and new fandangled approaches and everything. So you're finding that you're getting invited into these groups without being asked. Mm. Now, that's one thing that I've never done with my group initially. Um, I might have just sort of added in 10 people that I knew would definitely want to be in there. Um, and would support me from day one. You, but you, you can't, can't just add somebody. No, you've got, you can't you've got build to send them a join request. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, for example, for example, if if anybody knows me, I don't wear makeup. I'm not a girly girl. I don't do yeah. girly things. I don't put anywhere on social media that tells you that I like candles or fragrances. The amount of people <laughs> have invited me to fragrance, candles, melts, makeup. This this beauty product that beauty product this method that method i don't do that i have had five group requests this morning i will find any five group requests that's got a business or somebody that's setting up a local a local business and they're trying to do something and their target market's a community i will like your page not a problem don't add me to a group that's got no relevance to me because mm. you're a friend you don't know me, yeah. do you? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think I think you know we did a we did a pod chat with a couple of months ago on on overwhelm with lockdown and groups and stuff because I particularly felt yeah. an enormous yeah. amount of overwhelm when lockdown began because you know I want to support my business contacts I want to support my friends but all of a sudden lockdown happened and everybody opened up a Facebook group. And it was just overwhelming. It mm. was literally overwhelming. And when I went in, I think I was in something like 88 groups. And I cut them down dramatically. And I put a post on my personal profile that said, you know, I'm coming out of groups. I'm not going to be accepting new groups. Please don't take it personally. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I want to support you. But there's a limit on how many groups I can be active in. Yeah. And I think that's the issue. You get you 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 know, business groups. I must get invited to three or four a day. Yeah. Um, like you say, makeup, fragrance, stuff like that. I'm invited to them constantly, every yeah. single day. Yeah. Um, you know, well-being, sort of coaching for female well-being and mental health, and uh, oh God, just you know. I mean, the, face, the Facebook algorithms are interesting enough as yeah. it is, aren't they? So the minute that you speak about something, that's it. You've got posts galore coming at but, you. So you've got group? all those notifications, plus the groups yeah. on top of that. Yeah. And, you know, I'll speak for network marketing because it has picked up massively during this um, crisis that we're going through, I suppose, that, because that, it's that's extra probably what they are, a lot of them. I, th I think it's a lot of them are. With incomes. Yeah, and, and so people, you know, they want your support, of course they do, but that is not how you build your community. You know, you don't even see me mention it very, very rarely on my personal page. I am not in people's faces. I might put the odd ad on and that'll be it. Um, but I don't sort of blame anybody for, for inviting no. you to anything. I, I don't, because they're genuinely trying to build a business. 
And, you know, I, I get what you're saying, Claire, about, you know, it might not be for you. I must get two or three weight loss groups a week. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I know, I know, just because I'm fat, people think I should lose weight. <laughs> it's, I don't know where they get it from, quite frankly. Self-love, self-love, just because I'm beautiful. I'm quite happy how I am. I don't need to be told I need to lose weight. I, I, I just think with, with things like that, either interest, like at the minute, I, I, I'm, I'm back interested in golf at the minute. So everything on my Facebook, what well, adverts, everything's to do with golf. So if there's a group that comes up, it's because I've shown an interest in it. So I'll choose to decide. If one of my friends sets up a group that's to do with interest, they should put on... I've got this group or I'm part of this group that's about this. If you're interested, here's a link. Then I'll go. So don't invite me to, to it invite. if you don't know that I am. But it's so easy just to click invite and go down your friends list and go invite, invite, invite. So I, I, I don't personally hold anything against anybody who invites me to anything because good on you for taking the initiative to do it and good on you for starting your own business and good on you for thinking that you can invite me um however please don't take offense when i don't join because i'm not going to yeah <laughs> i i personally believe if i want to be in a group i want to be active in that group yeah me too and even if i'm not active so i'm in a, a copywriters group where people advertise their services as copywriters, but also some jobs get put in there. The, the group actually for me is, feels quite aggressive. It's people saying, you know, I've generated my clients 3.5 million pounds worth of, of business through my sales letters, blah, blah, blah. I'm better than you as a copywriter. And I, I don't, that's not me at all. But occasionally there's a job in there that matches our skill set that we are right for mm. so i keep an eye on it um i would never advertise my services in there don't need to but i wouldn't anyway yeah. um so i dip in and out of that if i'm in a group i want to be active so joe puts a, a post on i get a notification i look at it you know the main business group i'm in get notifications throughout the day and I probably don't check well I certainly don't check them every time I get a notification I will probably skim down it two or three times a day mm. yeah I spend more time looking at things on a weekend yeah on a weekday I'll, I'll probably look at the highlighted person things so I want to be a member I don't just want to be a number yeah in a group and I think joining somebody's group where you're not going to be active it's is there any point? Yeah. It's a, it's, that's vanity metrics, isn't it? I've got a group with yeah. many members in it. Yeah. So back to email then. It's about people maybe having misconceptions about having a group and it being easy. And because they're in other groups so much, yeah. they might think it's easier to have a group of their own. Whereas having an email list, they don't know where to start or how to. I can honestly, honestly. They're both yes. myths. I can honestly, honestly say that maintaining an email list, even if you want to email out once a week, which most businesses do not need to do, yeah. but even if you want to email out once a week, you're looking at probably an hour to two hours investment of time a month. Mm. 
if you're only emailing out once a month it's probably half an hour yeah. most yeah. yeah group you have to be in every single day no days off every single day you have to be responding to people's comments yeah. you have to be putting posts on there you have to be encouraging other people to post you have to be generating that content it, it takes you know joe how many hours a week do you well, spend I mean, in your group and, and the and we did a, a, an earlier pod chat didn't we on working when you're tired and i was saying that you know i'm constantly in my group i'm constantly feeding back because but how really, many hours a week would you say you or a day would you say you spend in your group i'm probably in my group at least five or six hours a day on top of everything else that I'm doing yeah. and being in the business and working on yeah. the business. Yeah. And, you know. and now if you've got, if you're in a very fortunate position and you've got a huge group and you can afford to have five or six admins and you all post in it and things like that, then that's a different level. It doesn't yeah. quite take as long as an individual, yeah. but collectively, the more people you've got in there, the longer it actually takes because the more posts you've got to police, because you will get people trying to spam, you will get people putting inappropriate comments or posting inappropriate pictures, etc. The other thing I want to point out about email marketing is if you have a blog on your website, you can repurpose yeah. your blog content as an email. Because yeah. Google reads your blog. You don't read your email, so you're not going to get penalised for duplicate text. Mm. If somebody is on your email list and you're dropping into their inbox, why are they going to go to your blog and read it? Mm. They're not. You're dropping into their inbox. You're making it more convenient for them. Yeah. So people, you know, they go, oh, I, I don't know what to write. Well, okay, you don't know what to write. I can give you hundreds of ideas on what to write. That's not an issue at all. But if you're writing a blog anyway... You've got your email content. You might need to change a little tiny bit, but I'm talking five minutes with the extra work. Mm. I just, I don't get why people don't see email marketing for the relationship building product that it is. Because mm. how else, if somebody lands on your website and you've, you've never heard of them as a business, you know nothing about that person, that individual or whatever they might be, how else are you going to build that relationship if they come onto your website and then go away? And that, and that is what we're all in it for, isn't it? It's relationship building, it's building yeah. the now I can trust and, you know, just that that's growing your community, isn't it? Yeah, it makes no sense to me why you would not take that opportunity. Now everybody's at different stages in business, I get that. Like I say, I've not got anything on there at the moment to catch people's emails and that's been done quite deliberately because I'm, I'm changing things around a little bit, you know, but I, I don't understand as, as a business owner, why you would think that email marketing is going to take up so much more time and it's not necessary, mm -hmm. but you could spend, like you say, five hours a day trying to manage a group on Facebook. Yeah. And, and that's very fortunate, isn't it? Because I do have people who post their product reviews in there. I do have people who are very respectful. Because you're building that community. Yeah. And not once have I had anyone spam. I mean, I've had local um, 
theatre production's been put in there and I'm absolutely happy to promote that. That's a community thing, you know, but but nobody has, has tried to spam their own businesses into there. And, you know, it, I've been really, really lucky. And that is because people have seen how it's built up. And but you regulate all posts before they go on, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Some groups, their admins allow anybody to post anything, and then it's a case of trying to play catch up and deleting inappropriate things, yeah. Yeah. even after they've been seen. Yeah. And yet, if you've got thousands of people, you can't possibly monitor every post before it goes on. I get that. Yeah. Like, you know, one, but again, one, one group I'm in. Um, uh, as a moderator there are I think two admins in the group and they're the people that run it hmm. and I believe there are eight moderators uh, the group joining questions are set so that if you don't answer the questions it automatically declines uh, but we as moderators do approve posts now, it depends who's there at what time. If I'm on Facebook and one pops up, I read it and go, yeah, fine, that can go on. Yeah. But often I'll get a notification by the time I've thought, well, I'll go on and do that. One of the others has already done it. So that's how, that's uh, up there, I think, about seven, 800 people in the group. It's a very mm. specific interest group. Yeah. But that's, that's how many people it takes to run that. And yeah. obviously, if another member reports a, reports a post, then we can look at that as well and... So, well, yeah, actually, no, I'm going to keep that. You've been a snowflake or no, yeah. actually, that shouldn't be in here. We'll delete that and get the opportunity to message the person. Like there was one the other week. I deleted a post because the person had posted it twice. So I deleted it and message you say, I'm taking this one off because you put it on twice. Smiley mm -hmm. face, done. Yeah. And I know, I know, you know, I've heard some people say, well, you can't do a live on an email marketing campaign. You can include a video. Can you? You can, you can either embed a video into your email or you can put a link to it. Mm. I, I, I just, you know, this this my high horse time. I just, I just don't understand why. I understand that people find the thought of email marketing and setting it up and what to write overwhelming. I understand that. And, what and that's why I'm here to help people get over that and understand it and now to do it, etc. What I don't understand is why somebody would think that social media is more valuable and, and a more efficient return on time yeah. than email marketing, because it's not. Yeah. There you go. There's, there's a blog topic for you, the myths of email marketing or social media groups. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what my old lead magnet was. It was busting the myths. Yeah. However, it's yeah, now yeah. gone. Yeah. Well, you might, if you dig around my website, actually, you will still find it thinking about it. It's just not on the homepage anymore. But it will soon be gone. So mm. if you want a copy of that, get on there quickly. Grab it quick. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> and on that note, ladies, gents, everybody, it's time for a brew. See you soon. Bye. Bye.